Hey, you ain't gonna, you can't be Tom Brady like, yo, give me every Wednesdays yeah. off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, does being in a in a two celebrity couple make it even harder? Like, are the are the ones more successful the ones where one is not as famous or not, you know, like one could be an actress and then he's a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? Like, are those more susceptible to long-term success in relationship or or, the, or should two celebrities just continue being celebrities because at least they understand each other and what they're, what they're, what they're required to do. In my experience in looking at Hollywood couples, I feel like the one, the ones that one of them took a back seat yeah. and the other one kept striving said they were more successful than the ones that right. both, they were, were, them both were trying to, cause I, um, I think it's, um, Ryan, Ryan, um, Gosling and, um, Eva Mendes. Okay. I kind of feel like since they got together, I don't really see Eva Mendes. Right. Right. I kind of feel like his, his career is like really took it home, and I think she's probably home with the kids. Yeah, like that's that's how their relationship is. Another one is um, well, I think they they just got divorced maybe in the last few years. Was Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito, when um, Rhea, what was that? What was that name? Rhea Perlman. They yeah, right, for a long right, right, time. Rhea, right. Rhea showed out for a while. I never, was, I never saw Rhea. Danny on the penguin yeah, and all that. Danny did everything, and you never saw Rhea. Right, right. Um, who else? Um, a lot of while. Who's the, what's the other boy messed up too? Uh, Adam Levine was it? Was it yesterday when you found that? Right, married for the, married yeah. to his woman, on the third kid was smashing other jaw, then tried to name the new baby after the side jaw. Yeah, it's like we losing right now. Yeah, us men, we are taking the hit right now. You know, what? I'm not gonna front. I think I think it's it's a lot that come with having that that popularity, that money. It's a lot that come with that, yo. Yeah, a lot that come with that. So so maybe you can speak on that more than you say that you know on a more local level. You know, we, we call it the superstar of sports for a reason. <laughs> because you are the superstar out of the group. You know, me and Age are kind of just no, regular no, barbershop sports boys. Not no more. Right? No, I don't want to talk about it no more. But how do you deal with that? You know, at a younger age when you were performing and you were all over the city, flyers, records, albums, concerts, you know, all of the DJ and all of the stuff. i you, like, like, like when my hood fame, it got to my head. Okay. And I don't make the same mistakes that these guys make. Okay. It got to my head. I think I think you really you really be full of yourself and you really think you king you king the world. Yeah. You really do. Cause I am just look, looking at the Celtics dude, like, as bad as Neil Long is, the Celtics were just in the ship last yeah. year. You just he, lost you just lost in the finals. How you got time to be Yeah, I mean on the creep show. But 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 me me being a man, he a good looking guy. Oh for sure. If if he got Neil Long, he'd be probably very charismatic. He probably got all the chicks in that front yeah. office ball. But and he used to play ball, right? So That's he was number six, six, seven. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right? So got like, the little salt and pepper yeah, beard. Yeah. Right? Nice skin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, so, they, they were throwing it out on consistency. I definitely can see it. I can see him having issues. Adam Levine, definitely having issues. Oh, for sure. Lee Singer, Maroon 5. Yeah, man, yeah. Tats, money, you know what I'm saying? Rocker boys, just everywhere you and go. And he cocky to me, too, so just, I know. They just sit it on the table for you. And, you know, you get to that level starting where you ain't even got to try. You just walk yeah. into the room and they hand it to you. That's what I'm saying. Even you eat with your position. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't want to like, say yeah. that, but you know, with the position that you got, charismatic, good-looking boy, is, is there. It was, that was, um, there is something to, to say for a, a man in that has, I guess for lack of a better term, power, right? I, I'm, I'm not nobody important, but I'm important enough. in my company, yeah, right? Enough. So, yeah. like, I can remember when I worked at community college, just being the lead supervisor, the main security supervisor. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was just something. Like, there was something about some of the girls over there and dudes in security. Like, it was just something. I don't know if it was just that they had a job or, you know, you see them all day in school, but, oh, that's, and that's and the boy that can let me in this room. That's the dude that gave me my job, ID. Yeah, you give me lunch, you know, yeah. all that stuff. And, like, we would just be on some regular shit. But, like, there would be times that I used to have to kick girls out 
of the school because they'd be hanging at the desk of the now of course like they these are my guys right so they yeah. would know like all right yo it's a little crazy you know what i'm saying but just the fact they were secure like we used to call them security groupies like we just knew every mm-hmm. semester it's gonna be that I, just, I, don't, I don't know no security walls that didn't work in a hospital, college campus, uh-huh. or any type of facility, but where was that they 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 girls didn't like try to talk. Right. Office buildings. Yeah. They always end up like dealing with Yeah, somebody. I mean I mean, it's, 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 it's like I problem. guess it's the power, I guess it's the title, I guess the fact yeah. that you know they see you doing something with your life. Mm-hmm. So if you're a mega millionaire, superstar, artist, athlete, whatever, it just it gotta get thrown at you yeah. at all types of levels. But yeah, I, I hope the pictures leak. Uh, you know, just for I want to be messy. I just want to be messy. Curious, see. Well, I, I'm curious. I'm, you, I'm real curious. Me alone, huh? I'm real curious as to who he stepped out with. I'm real curious. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't make it any better. Right. No, for sure. I'm but if we're gonna be messy, let's be all the way messy. I'm, let's I'm, get I'm all really the tea really out curious. there. I'm waiting for the leaked text messages. I'm waiting for someone to go line up the flight plans. Like, yo, I'm just, I'm just did he fly around while they were like a like a Kobe and Denver type situation? Oh, that's definitely. I was real surprised when I, I was, that surprised me. Yeah. That really surprised me. But then, like I said, you just never know, like, what goes on at home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just never know. And, and, let's, let's, let's take a heat off the member a little bit. Both these women were married. There's, there shouldn't be any less heat on them, too. The problem is they're not the famous ones. Mm-hmm. But they're just as wrong, just in the wrong as well. So, there we got that out the way off, off of the top. And we can go a little bit, you know, come back to where we're at normally. Last night, Phillies get a good win. Right. Yo, that was, yo, that game was all right though, bro. It was, it was good. That was all right. I would, I would have loved to have been in that game. It, that it was, was, it was crazy. I was, I'm still mad at them. I know, I, to me, the Philadelphia and me, I still think they're going to choke. For some reason, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. So, so, so you watched them over the weekend, right? Yeah. Oh, when they ever got smoked by Atlanta, and now they got four more Atlanta this weekend. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's like, like, it's just, the team is built wrong. The team is built wrong, and it's just a bunch of inconsistent players put together. Like, Bryce's look absolutely horrible. Like, we're going to give him the praise, and we got to start with the criticism. Since mm-hmm. he came back from his injury, he's been absolutely horrible. What you think it is? Uh, I'm just trying, trying too much. Gotcha. Just, just trying. I, I really think he's over. Like, and, the other day when he got like, thrown he out running the bases. He's trying to rock everything. I'm like, bro, like, yeah. just. Yeah. I, I, he, he knows. I think he, part of it is he he's mad that he was having a great season before he got hurt. He's been dealing with a lot of injuries this year, mm-hmm. so he feels like. He's letting the team down because he can't play in the field. He's missed all this. But mm-hmm. broke. So he's trying to make up for lost time. I think the contract means something to him. The yeah. amount of money he's yeah. being paid and the way we embrace him in the city, yeah. I think, means something to him. And I know he's had to hear it. Like H laughed and said a couple weeks ago and other people said, no, it's no coincidence that maybe the Nationals won the World Series after he left. So I think he oh, wants no, I to, said that. Right. Yeah, I said that. You yeah, yeah. So maybe he wants to be the catalyst to a team that actually goes deep into the playoffs. I think his presence too hard. Yeah, I said that. Right? It's, and then all of a sudden the defensive struggles are coming back with, with everybody on the team. It's just we had too many cupcake teams that, that we had to play down the stretch, and we can't beat anybody good. You know, we got these four against the Braves. Uh, I, I can't see us winning more than one. You know what I'm saying? And then, then we get some more cupcakes for a week. And then maybe that might help us get into the playoffs. And I'd be happy if they make it. I just I'm not expecting anything. I yeah. expect us to get swept. Because the way it's looking now, though, if we if we uh, if we stay as the last wild card team, we'll go to St. Louis, and maybe we have a shot there. But if we catch the Padres again, and then we have to play the Braves in the first round, we're getting well, swept. We I'm telling you, I, when I when I saw the Braves, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this weekend I kind of be my judge as to what they could do with them. Remember right. you said you thought they might could do something with them. I'm like, nah. Nah, like, the first game, I'm like, they can't beat these guys. They, they're, I mean, I was watching over the weekend, I believe it was Saturday night, and it was a good game. It was it was 1-1 or 2-2 going all the way through. 
and they brought in Dominguez in the eighth, and, and they shelled him for like six. And I'm like, this is the guy we were waiting to come back healthy, and he's out there getting shelled for six. And I'm like, how your reliever? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, he just fell apart. He ain't been the same since he's been hurt. The bullpen's running on, on gas. <laughs> like, it's like he just kept staring, staring, staring. <laughs> he was looking at it like he didn't know what he know what's going on. He was like, I'm like, this is what I was throwing when I was great. He put his hat on crooked. Yeah, like, yeah, he didn't know what's going on. He was looking for the beard. He was trying to find some kind of magic potion under the brim of the hat. He just had nothing. Then he got robbed last night for a three-run home yeah. before yeah. we came back. Before so came back. everything's falling apart at the, in the September time. So, but again, I'm rooting for him. I want him to make the playoffs. I'm just not expecting that. Yeah. Um, we can we can go from there. We thought that. What you think about Sunday? Well, well, we can get there. There's a little other things that's leading yeah, up to Sunday, yeah. right? So we can start there technically, but we want to talk about players that we loved before who now, you know, is on other teams. We can even talk about Wentz and his comments, right? Yeah. Which, of course, Wentz isn't going to do anything crazy. He's not going to give you no sound bites. He's not going to give mm-hmm. you no nothing. Um, I I was used on the Wentz wagon. I was a Wentz guy. Right, so I even rooted for him last year because we needed to draft anybody in the city that wasn't on the Wentz wagon is a liar. Okay, everybody was on the Wentz. Right, I mean, because you can't tell me that at least seventy to eighty percent of the city didn't think that after two two thousand seventeen that Carson Wentz wasn't going to be everything that Josh Allen is right now. Yeah. That was that was the up, up until what year we won a bowl seventeen seventeen yeah. yeah. There's no way you didn't think that we weren't going right back the next year. Right, with him. Yeah. Yeah. No, nobody so, had, everybody had to think that. So now, like I, I didn't I don't I don't know if I believe all those freshmen that he was a bad team. I think there were some people who didn't like him. You know, we come to find out some of the remarks were from Alshon Jeffrey. He hasn't played anywhere else since, you know what I'm saying? Like he was a little mad that Earth was getting the shine, so he would leak shit to the media. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, but remember, I think I think we always said that. I think we said that in our, in our first year, yeah. the first season we had. I think you you had said you thought it was all shine. All shine. Yeah, it was. Yeah, because yeah, he, he, he had a, a nice little relationship with Josina mm-hmm. Anderson. Because yeah. what I was peeping was Josina Anderson was always the one breaking news, like when he got a contract extension, was he signed news. She was always had the news on him particularly mm-hmm. before, like. When he signed with the Eagles, it wasn't Adam Schefter that broke the news yeah. that he was coming in the free yeah. agent. It wasn't Ian Rappaport. Mm-hmm. It was Josina Anderson. And then, there, then when we gave him the extension, it was Josina Anderson yeah. first. So then she's the one with the reports that Wentz is not liked in the locker room. It was just too easy to put mm-hmm. those little magnets together. But I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, he plays for the Commanders, so I'll pummel him. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but at the same time, my guy... I almost want to be like, no matter what happened this week, I'm going to be right. Like, if Wentz plays good, I'll be like, yo, I told y'all. Wentz... Yeah. But if we, you know, if, if if we beat them, you know, the Eagles win, so I can't, I can't lose there. But yeah, I, did, did you watch them on Sunday? Yeah, yeah, because the Eagles can play the Monday. Yeah, that's that's I was watching. So, so that's how I said. That's how I want to start. With I was Sunday. watching. I was watching the Red Zone channel, but yeah, they, did, that's what I watched Red Zone. How did you think he looked against against Detroit? Because I thought they want to beat Detroit. I, I thought they were. I thought they were. They were shaky, right? I mean, because they got down big, and it's almost like it almost was the reverse of what happened when we played the Lions before. The Lions mm-hmm. got up big. Started relaxing. They mm-hmm. got a couple turnovers for the commanders to help mm-hmm. them get back in. Then it was tight down the stretch. But the commanders could never stop Detroit. Detroit is 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 Detroit, low key. Detroit nice. Yeah, like nice. Swift was killing them again. Detroit Shout out nice. to Swift. Yeah. You know, I ain't friend of the show. Um, but you know, when Wentz has been putting up numbers, he looked better. He looks better this these two games with Washington than he, he did, did yeah, with, and, um, with Indianapolis. Well, yeah. So that's that's you know it's. It's a division game too. I don't think it'll be a walking apart. No, not not at all. I don't so walking apart. As long as, as long as the Eagles continue to do what they've been doing, as long as Hurts, you know, plays like he's been playing, I 
think we get a dub. It might be. It's going to be hard. It's a rescue. And, and I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, I just don't think that um Dallas's defense is going to be as lax as um the Vikings was. I was very surprised. Dallas defense. I mean, I, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm the commander, yeah. but I don't think they they gonna be as lax. As no, they're gonna they're gonna get up in the face. Yeah, because I couldn't believe that, that they just sat in the pocket and let, and let Wentz pick them apart like that. That yeah. was weird. To me. I mean, I'm let let Hurts pick them right. apart like yeah. that. That was weird. Or is it getting better and we don't want to admit it yet? Like that's a crazy thing. So, so you know, I, I, I got season tickets. Nah, right? I didn't, I didn't so I'm, I'm at the game, right? So I'm, I'm looking at, mm-hmm. I'm watching what you're watching. The biggest difference I see in 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 Hurts' game is number one, I'm going to give him credit. I'm going to give him credit. Because he's put in a lot of work in the offseason. And you can see little intricacies in his game that, that's a little bit. That's, he, he's throwing the ball harder, right? He got mm-hmm. a little bit more zip on the pass. Mm-hmm. They're getting there. He's a little bit more decisive with his decisions. I mean, he knows where he wants to go with the ball. He kind of knows where the defense is at. And, and Sirianni's calling good enough plays to get somebody open. And then the, it's the A.J. Brown effect, right? The, the defenses are playing a little different now because. What teams didn't have to worry about last year was the middle of the field, right? Because when uh, Hertz couldn't throw anything in the middle mm-hmm. of the field, he was scared of the windows. He didn't see a guy wide open. Like that's what that's what Tampa was was yeah, talking about yeah, last year. Like yeah. he can't raise defense. Like yeah. if you weren't wide open, Hertz wasn't going to throw it to you last year. Now, because you got so, and last year it was just Devontae Smith on the outside, and we had nobody else. So even when Dallas Goddard was getting passes. Over the middle, they really were at the hash marks. Yeah. Right now, with AJ Brown, his strength is coming across the middle. Um, so those are just easier throws because he's getting open, allowing us to throw the ball in the middle of the field, so where he can catch and get some yards after. Yeah. And even when he stays on the outside, what I've noticed now is Sirianni has Devontae Smith actually going over the middle of the field. Because if you take a lot look at his of a lot of Devontae Smith's catches last year, sidelines, yeah. comeback routes, mm-hmm. you know, bubble screens. Throwing deep, he didn't run a lot of crossing routes, over yeah. routes. That was where Rager was at. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, now they, they got Devontae. They them on the crossing route. Now they got Devontae Smith running in the middle of the field. And they, now they, they, they killed them on guard too. Because they killed them on the crossing route. Yeah, because yeah. if you if you like, okay, this is just game two. So you watch a little bit of what the Eagles did against the Lions, but you're really going to prepare on what this offense did last year. Gosh, and yes. you ain't see a lot of throws in the middle of the field. But AJ Brown. I and I don't I didn't know this off the top of my head. I didn't create the stat. I read the stat somewhere on, online that uh since he's been in the league, he's like second in the league in receptions in the middle of the field. I think it's him right. and Debo Samuel. Damn. Like okay. yeah, so like that's his that's his bread and butter. Like we all think of AJ as being strong and physical mm-hmm. and man well he loves he loves he's almost like a linebacker playing receiver. So he loves he loves catching the ball in the middle field. Breaking a tackle and going to the house. Yeah. And that's the biggest deficiency of what this offense lacked last year. Gotcha. So now with the RPOs, right, the running back, I mean, the linebacker has to respect yeah. Jalen running and has to respect Miles Sanders this year because yeah. of the line's good. But now you have that open area that we couldn't take advantage of last year because Jalen Rager wasn't doing nothing yeah. in the middle field. Quez yeah. is not good right there. Devontae was on the outside. Now you got A.J. Brown there. So now you do your, your tier levels of, of, mm-hmm. of options, like RPO, boom, Miles, Jalen can run, or now here he is in the middle of the field right here. And that's where the biggest part of Jalen's yeah. game that I see it in this two games it has improved. Footwork, decisive, stronger arm, looks like he's reading the field, but those throws in the middle where it's kind of, I guess it was untapped yards yeah, from last year, yeah. that's, that's where it's getting. But how many times so far A.J. Brown's caught the ball and he was – one tackle away of taking it's it from the house, you know what I'm saying? But he's always getting 12, 14, 15 yards on those basic in-cut routes mm-hmm. behind the RPO. 
Because the linebackers have to respect, respect the running game and have to respect Hurts. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the biggest difference I, that, I, that I see from Hurts. And maybe we keep this going again. I want to see the consistency. It's only two games out of 17. Yeah. But if this is how he's going to play this year, maybe we don't need to go get another quarterback next year. Maybe yeah. we give him the money. We'll see. We'll definitely see. I mean, because me personally, I thought the Vikings were going to beat them. I didn't. I didn't. You I thought the Vikings were going to beat the Eagles? I didn't know they were going to beat him. I thought oh, it was going to be yeah. tough because I, I thought I thought Jefferson was just going to kill our defense. That was the biggest thing. The crazy. I thought he was going to do what AJ did to them. Okay. Yeah. And okay. I, I was very surprised that um. But to also to uh to add this, I thought Cousins played terrible. Yeah. Like a lot of those throws, I was like, well, what what, what looked different for, to me from week two to week one, just just in a one week uh, gap. The secondary looked like they understood their zone discipline a little bit more better, right? When we played Detroit, Swift was killing them coming mm-hmm. out the backfield. Hawkinson was killing them mm-hmm. in the middle of the field. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Like, they, they were just picking the holes in the zone, and there was nobody there. And, and the defense didn't look like they – I thought you were supposed to be there. Right? Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, against the Vikings, though – he he mixed it up a little bit. He sent some blitzes, right? So that's all. That's yeah, always key. I was going to talk about that. I thought he must have heard you. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> again, I'm not saying you have to blitz like seventy percent no, of the time, but you got to give the offense different time, look, man. right? Perfect time. Like if you're going to sit back and zone three, four, five plays in a row, boom. Next play you send in the house, they're not expecting it, right? Yeah. So it's like so they were sending some blitzes, so they were manning up. They were letting Slay play Jefferson one on one, and then other times when they were in their zone, Avante Maddox looks like he had it. Like he, that was a crazy interception he had. Yo, you know, athletic too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So people just look like they were in their spot better where there wasn't as many holes open. And the way they shut Cook down, that's right. The running game. I do not think they you were have to down listen. Like that, I know we are advancing in football. I know everybody five wide and throw this and analytics and that. Football still comes down to running game. Yeah. Because if you can't stop somebody from running, there's a big difference calling defense if it's second and eight compared to second and four. Yeah. Right, so if they're getting five, six, seven yards of run yeah. on first down, like they were, like Detroit was getting, mm-hmm. then the whole playbook is over because yeah. you don't know what's coming. This this game, what do you have? Uh, Seventeen yards or like yeah. twelve rushes or something. Yeah. You could say really shutting down. Yeah. So now they knew you had a pass, and so now mm-hmm. they can get a little exotic with the blitzes, mm-hmm. switches up the coverage. It just makes it easy. So sometimes football is just as simple as blocking and tackling. And once you yeah. stop the run, maybe maybe that's why the defense looks better because they got them in a more predictable situation so the the coordinator could blitz more because they yeah. knew second and eight. We're stopping the run. We're not worried about them running yeah, the ball. Blitz them, yeah. let's, let's go ahead and blitz them. And then, you know, Cousins, Cousins is trash, like I always said. Yeah. Uh, always, Cousins always trash. I don't have to, you know, we don't have to explain Slay, Slay has so many. It was like. He should have four. I'm like, it was so many picks. He should like, have four. Sometimes you couldn't even tell who the receiver was. Right, like almost like Slay was running the route. Yeah, like Slay was like Slay was. Like, like when he caught the end zone, I'm like, he didn't even really jump the route. It's like right. he threw the ball to Slay. Just threw it up it to was him. Crazy, yo. Yeah, it's crazy. And since so, so we were talking about the interceptions, it's a, it's a weird thing on that. We know after Slay's first interception, he gave the ball to Harden. Right. Mm-hmm. So they get the ball to Harden this week. Today again, like things always happen on Thursday podcasts. JJ Reddick drops his podcast with Ben Simmons. Did you have a chance to look at it today? No, I saw what you said this. Okay. 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 So there's a let everybody know what he said, because everybody probably didn't catch so, it. So so just to give you some of the clips that are out there on social media, number one, Ben shot back at Doc Rivers and Joel and B that said that um he was dealing with mental illness in the middle of the Hawks season game series. Right? Because remember, Ben hasn't played since we lost to the Hawks. In the playoffs, yeah. he said he was dealing with mental 
issues during that series, mm-hmm. which would lead him to a dark place, which is why he wasn't playing as good as he was, and then he didn't dunk on Trey. His explanation was in the spur of the moment, he was just spinning off his guy. He thought a defender was down there, you know, closer than he was. He didn't realize it was Trey. He said, I know Matisse can dunk. I'll just let the ball go and Matisse can dunk it. Looking on the replay, yeah, it looks bad. I should have dunked it, yada, 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 but it's a split second. But he then said, Doc threw me under the bus. Joe threw me under the bus. What the fuck do I want to come back here for? I was in a dark place. The people I'm supposed to be able to count on the most turned the back on me, and then they want me to come in. He said he said there were times in that summer he uh, didn't have energy to do anything. He was just in a dark place. He didn't want to play basketball. He didn't even want to live life. He didn't want to do all that. I, I find that funny because wasn't he at like Wimbledon with with the new with the yeah, new girl yeah. or whatever? But I'm not here to poke hole in the mental yeah. you know mental. Uh, uh, illness thought process, but a lot of the shit that you're saying doesn't match up. Except, I hate to I hate to say this part, but me and you have been on this same page against H. Joe got to stop that shit, right? Joe cannot continue to throw people under the bus. Yeah, we all know if you want to call him a piece of shit, locker room is what you do. But yeah. when we go in front of the microphones, listen, man, we all lost. We yeah. all, you know, what yeah. saying like, and and in Ben's defense, there was two games we blew twenty point leads at home. In that Atlanta series. It wasn't just Ben. It was just his fault. I'm about to say You know what I'm saying? So, I love Joe. It's a Joe. It's an Embiid shirt that I got Mm -hmm. on now. He's my second favorite player of all time. But Embiid got to stop that shit. Yeah. I think if he doesn't stop, he's going to, like, destroy the team. Yeah, because no one's going to come here. Yeah, the comments he made like, at the end of the season. Well, hard. Right I didn't like none of that. That's why I brought it up when, yeah, when we ended the season. Look, I brought yeah. it up again. Like, he got to stop that yeah. shit. I didn't like that. Because yeah. you're in your prime. This mm-hmm. is the time that other players are going to want to come play with you. You only, as big as you are, but as, as much as we hate to say it, as injury prone as you are, you only got about two or three years left, though. Two or three. So shut the fuck up. Yeah, Ball out, three. do what you got to do, and let two other stars three. come here. Yeah, and, and, and I get the frustration and all that, but not for that hammer, you know. Not with the camera. I mean, hammer. we've all been around people, either athletes in the league or around situations. They all lie to the media. That's what they're supposed mm-hmm. to do, right? You know, you go behind the scenes and you go, like, if you're Joe, you go behind the scenes and you talk to, to Maury or the general manager, mm-hmm. like, yo, get this dude the fuck out of here. He, mm-hmm. You know, he chokes it. But when you're out at the press conference, it's just supposed to be team. It's us. And I'm going to tell you, it's, it's, as competitive as Michael Jordan was, I've never seen him talk bad about his teammates to the media. To the media, right. Like, whatever he said in the locker room, you would get back right. damn, like, Mike, you know, Mike was crazy. Like, even was even when the Pistons were yeah. whooping his ass, he wasn't like, yeah. I'm out here doing everything I gotta uh, do. Uh-huh. You know, uh, you know, Harvey Grant, uh, Harvey Grant, you know, he ain't yeah, doing it. Yeah, yeah. He ain't doing it. Like, no, it was, yeah. the only thing Mike ever said was, we gotta get we, better. We uh, gotta we. get stronger. Okay. Now, we all know what he said that we'll practice <laughs> in the yeah. locker room and all that shit, yeah. but in the locker room with the media at the podium, Never threw anybody under the bus. And, you know, of course, you know, your brother's in the league, and we all know athletes. That's like the unwritten rule because yeah, everybody yeah. in – everyone that's in that locker room is aware of what it took to get there, right? And you already have enough people, especially in today's day and age, Twitter, Instagram, all these 24-7 news shows, people already throwing dirt on you. The people in your locker room, at least into a public persona or public image – we're supposed to be one. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to stick up each other. Like, I don't need you throwing dirt mm-hmm. on me mm-hmm. at the same time. Because I know we're in Philly. We just lost. The media is going to be killing me. The fans are going to be killing us. I don't need you going to the podium and telling people, oh, I thought we lost after someone missed the dunk. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, especially the, cap, the captain of the team. Yeah, and then the coach comes out and you know, answers, I don't know if we can win this, this win the championship with this guy as the point guard, like, because we haven't done it. Like, Doc knows better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I think I think all all of that all of that's crazy, and I'm like, the only thing that I'm that I'm hoping that you that, that you write about is like when you bring in people like Tucker and other other guys like that into the locker room that's going to change the culture. Yeah, they, they act real bitchy. To me. Real bitchy, yeah, they absolutely. Real bitchy, y'all. It, like it's 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 been fostered from the process era. Like mm-hmm. remember, these guys were brought in to lose at first. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Brett Brown was not brought in as the coach to win the championship. Brett Brown was brought in like we're going to stink. We're going to get all these young guys. And we don't care that we're gonna lose. We just want you to develop their skills. So they never, like, they never, they never learn what it's like to gain by losing, right? It, you know, some of these, like, some of those old schools, you know, like, like Giannis. Giannis had to lose to make him go even harder, and they come back and they win the mm-hmm. chip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, like, and, like when we lose. Everyone just starts fucking crying and complaining and blaming somebody else and knowing. Yeah. Of course, of course, we see the the Joe's working on his game, but his attitude hasn't changed. Yeah, he's still a he's still a roller coaster emotionally. Mm-hmm. Like when when the cha- fans are cheering great and we're blowing the team out by twenty, he's doing a fucking airplane yeah. and talking all this shit. But when when Al Horford on the Celtics is locking them down, he want to fight, he want to push, he want to mm-hmm. blame everybody else. Mm-hmm. My knee, my sinus, I'm sick. Like there's just something about him that hasn't changed, and I'm hoping. Like yeah, you're talking about PJ Tucker and all that, kind of keep him in check yeah. and keep him focused on big man. Just you, there's nobody else like you in this league. You just do that there and let all this other shit go, and we'll take care of it. Yeah, that will be cool. We'll see what happens though as the season unfolds. We we'll definitely see, but I don't, I don't think he's going to change me personally. Good job. I don't think so. I don't, I, I don't think he has to change. Because that is what makes him who it is. But you can fix around the edges. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm hoping you. You know right. what I'm, I'm saying? Like right. the same that he can still read social media to motivate him. And because how many how many years he been in the league now? I think this will be eight. I think this this will be eight or how old is he? Well, he came in as at eighteen, so he's like 27, 28. Yeah, he might be who he is, y'all. I mean, he could. Like, yeah. But right. You know what I'm saying? I, I I I haven't really seen people. Be no, you are you are right. I'm bitchy. I think I think you're like. <laughs> I think you're like ninety percent right, but there are some things when you, when you mature as a person, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of change the people you hang with, right? Yeah. Now you you still might be a goofball, yeah. right? And you still might be silly and and you might be wild, but you kind of start to put limitations on it, right? Yeah. Because you change some of the people yeah, you're around, yeah. right? So he can still be that. He can still be the troll. He can still be all the other stuff, but just fix the edges. Yeah, I'm hoping that's right. right. Like let let like let's not. Let's not let you not winning the MVP derail your play yeah. the Hopefully rest of the series. It, it pushes it the other way. Right, right. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was so surprised that he stunk it up. I'm like, yo, you pulled the drop 50 play. Right, exactly. I'm like, what's up with you? Exactly. But no, you're looking at Jimmy and talking about, I wish he was still on my team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So those are the areas he can fix. Just the edges. Mm-hmm. Just fix the edges. You know, re retoast the bread and, you know, fix, yeah. fix, fix the edges. That's the part I'm hoping for MVP. Because the other stuff... It's what makes him great. It's what fuels him. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 what, it's what's needed. You know what I'm saying? But it's the other emotional stuff. Someone can, just needs to balance him, like keep him a little bit more steady on the emotional train. Because even when we played Brooklyn, when Brooklyn came back for the first time when Ben was there, you could tell he was trying to like kill everybody on Brooklyn to prove a point to Joe. And that's why we got blown out. He was yeah. trying to do too much yeah. because he was too emotional, right? The house was packed. 
Right, it was what twenty two thousand yeah, feel like Irish, ESPN game. Everyone going, yeah. he's, he's ready to fight KD and all that stuff. And meanwhile, KD and Kyrie just letting them up, and and it got us out of our flow. So someone just has to emotionally keep him balanced, and hopefully the newer guys around will do that. I'm hoping that, bro. I'm hoping that you're right because those guys have won already. Like Tobias is looking for Joe to take him there, right? Ben was looking for Joe. Uh, Matisse, you know, all the guys, Danny Green is hoping Joe. These other guys, PJ Tucker and and, and all them, we, I won, though. Like, you, yeah. I'm telling you what it takes yeah, to win. Do this, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this is the first time yeah. we've kind of brought in those type of players. That's true. With that attitude, like, not only are they going to stick up for Joe on the court and make sure no one else jumps him, but they're going to stand up to him in the court, because, uh, yeah, I know you're Joel Embiid, yeah, but true. I'm P.J. Tucker. I've won multiple chips. And it's the first time. I'm going to tell you what veterans, it, right? these type of yeah, veterans, yeah. yeah. first time, you're right. You I mean, like, yeah, yeah, Danny Green is kind of like on the way out. I like, feel like Danny Green is like a softer type of guy. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's a wing player, just yeah. play little defense there, but these are in-your-face type mm-hmm. dudes that they bring in, so that's 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 what I was hoping for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. hopefully, hopefully that makes that change. Yeah, you're right about that. Yo, you know, you know, we got. I wish Ace was here for this, man. We gotta talk about the fight. The fight? Yeah, the fight. Bucks and the Saints. Oh, the Bucks and the Saints. Oh man, first of all, man. Hey, Ace, yeah. when you watch this, bro, Mike yeah. Evans is my number one receiver on my fantasy team, and now I got bench him already, no, bro. But no, they I, look, look, dog. Mike Evans and Marshawn Lattimore <laughs> just gotta get together on a random Wednesday. No, they should do it for charity, man. Something. They should do a charity because these boys have been fighting no. on the field for like three years now. Yo, yo, listen. The first tussle was alright to me. But when he went and pushed me down from the back yeah. and stood on top of him, I yeah. said, oh, this is like real beef. But so you never knew they had beef before this. Do they only going to fight next year and the year before that? What? Because you got to remember, this This is the story. The Saints are the only team that really have been whooping the yeah, Buccaneers' ass since yeah, Brady's there. Yeah. And this is why. Marshawn Lattimore D's up man-to-man on Evans. And Wherever he goes, him locks him down, and then they play zone everywhere else. So it makes it hard for Brady to get to where he's at. I got him. I got him. Okay. Right? So now they mix up the coverage, they're sending blitzes at Brady, and Brady can't get comfortable because it's like my main guy is is, is just being covered by one. Usually that's us. That's a mm-hmm. win for us. But he's locking his ass up. Yeah. And now we're all over. Like last year in the game, I think Brady threw like five picks against the Saints. They, they've been killing him. And they got into a fight last year and the year before that. These boys ain't been like, that's what I'm saying. Like these like in the NFL, I think the, the players have off on Tuesday, right? Like mm-hmm. they have on, just get, they need to get together on yeah, Tuesday just, just and really just scrap this yeah, shit just out. Get I'm like, yo, like that fight went on for so long. I'm like, this one in the same room right now. Right. I'm like, yo, like they still at it. Like this was crazy. Then then uh, James Winston was getting involved. Right. I'm like, yo, these boys really. But I didn't know that that was their rival was that either. Okay. I didn't know that. But yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't know. That's, that's like normally the so the same. It's not bad as the Eagles Cowboys. So, not not yet. So the Saints' main rival is the Land. I didn't know that either. Because they're so close in proximity. I didn't know that either. Right? So they're down there because they, they remembered for a long time, back when we were growing up, that they were in a division with the 49ers, right? Okay. So this is when Montana, Young, mm-hmm. all them. So the 49ers have always been in the top of class, and them boys, the Falcons, the Saints, mm-hmm. they've been kind of like at the bottom just fighting each other. So they're like Eagles, Cowboys to themselves, right? But... Since since the Saints got good the last ten years and, and the Buccaneers were good with Warren Sapp and all them, it's almost like Eagles Giants or Eagles Redskins for them. And so right. it, it's it's the same type of intensity. But it ain't. But it ain't. I don't think it's nationally known. You have to kind of really be a, a football dude to see how they be getting gotcha. it. In. Gotcha. So it, it it was bubbling. 
You knew it was going to happen. They almost fall last year. How do you feel about Evans telling the ref, Tom Brady, what the yo, fuck you want me to do? I'm not going to front. That was like the best thing I ever heard in my life, yo. Besides, <laughs> wanna, besides when T.O. was crying. Because I want to ask Ace, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, do all light skin boys yeah, stick up for yeah, the white yeah, guy? Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, stick yeah. up for the band like that? Like, y'all should have known him. Y'all should have known him. Right. Like, y'all shouldn't even let him do that at the time. Like, Marshawn shouldn't even be allowed to yeah, talk at the yeah. time. I said, yo. And then the way Tom stood back like a boss, like, yeah. he all unfold. I'm like, yo, this shit. We know it's crazy. The dude that's on the Eagles now that we traded for the Saints, uh, um, Jesus Christ, the safety that we just, uh, Garner Johnson. Oh, okay. The safety that we just traded for. He got into a fight with Brady last year. No. Like you, you could YouTube the joint. He was all, you know, he had the gold, he had the gold grill on, all up in Tom's face. They picked it like, told you, yeah. you five picks. Oh man, he was all in Tom's face like shit. He started the fight last year between everybody. Yes, it's been it's been rough. I'm gonna Google, I'm gonna Google that. It's been show. rough. I'm like that, yo. like the first one to disrespect Brady like that was Sherman. Mm-hmm. Like Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman. I, remember, I remember, remember that. But the Saints boy, the Saints like with Malcolm Jenkins and all them, took it to a whole nother level. They don't give a fuck about Brady. Yeah, they don't care about Brady one bit. So it, I knew it was pop. I was glad that game was kind of national. <laughs> yo, and I'm happy we wasn't playing. I was, yeah, <laughs> I was enjoying all that shit on that's Sunday, said, bro. That's why I said Sunday. How you find Because Monday was like just a great night. Yeah, I'm like Sunday was like a good day of football. Oh yeah, I mean because you had the Jets historic comeback. Uh, the, the Commanders tried to come back against the Lions. Mm-hmm. We had uh, who's other comeback in the first game? Yeah, they, they, oh, the they, Dolphins and the, and the Ravens. Ravens. Yeah, that's I can't believe that. Happened. I was, you know, but you know, I like, wish was, H was here for that too. Low, low, low key. When I was watching the game, I was trying to make sure forty six was yeah, <laughs> on the field. Yeah, no, I was like, "Come on, D. Yeah. come on, no, don't, don't, Daryl, don't, don't, don't tell me that was your bad day." Yeah, I, I, I don't think he played something though. Did he play? He got a couple snaps, but yeah, he wasn't. He, was, he, was, he was definitely wasn't was responsible I, for I any of that bullshit. Yeah, he was energetic. He was super energetic after the game. Yeah, flicking it up and everything, taking pulls in. Like this wouldn't happen if I was out there. Right, right, right. Well, man, that was crazy though. Like. I mean, Lamar running for an 80-yard touchdown and then throwing for an 80-yard touchdown. They go up big. Then two and start just, they Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle was yeah. just going nuts. Off, Crazy. Yeah. I mean. He was looking like college too. Yeah. And then dude was just. And I thought, man, I was just talking trash about him last so year. So am I. I still think he's a bum. Yeah. I, and we had this conversation about Lamar last week about not being on that level. That's why I said in the text message, I was like, yeah, he balled out. But, you know. Ain't do nothing in that fourth quarter. He ain't do nothing to stop, like to keep the ball away from the Dolphins. And that's what I keep telling H. I'm like, his style of play, it reminds me of, I mean, the last two games we haven't had to worry about it, but that that type of quarterback is always poor clock management. Right. It's it's that type of stuff. Because it's either either boom or bust. And it's not conducive because what we also talked about is you can't, it's not conducive year after year. After the game, Lamar, Lamar Jackson been on the injury report all this week, like with an elbow or something. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to play Sunday, but they're already resting him because he's yeah. getting beat up from yeah. taking the hits and everything. It's just not conducive, and, and yeah. I will yeah. always Once sit. you the line of scrimmage, they laying it on him. Oh, of course they, they are. laying it on him, yeah. And he ain't going to my slide. None. You know what I'm saying? None, because he, like, he thinks he can outrun everybody. Man, listen. So, he, like. He going to outrun that contract. That's so what he's going to do. You look at, like, this is a conversation. You look at Lamar and do all the amazing things that he did on Sunday, right? Then you turn on the Monday night game and you watch the Buffalo game right before the Eagles started. And Josh Allen just back there, just lighting their ass up, not taking a hit. For 41. Just zing, zing, zing. Like, to me, that's the quarterback I'm scared of. Like, I know what Lamar can do in the regular season, but again, until it is proven that he can beat somebody in the playoffs where a team is going into the game and saying, hey, let's let Lamar beat us in the playoffs by making him throw the ball, to me, you're not a quarterback. 
Yeah. Because you're, you're uh, no defensive game, no defensive coordinator is going to go into a playoff game and say, "Yo, I know how we beat the Bills. We're going to stop the running game and let Josh Allen pass." Yeah. No, you're not doing that. Nobody says that. You, you're not going into Nobody Kansas City and saying, "Yo, we're going to stop that run and hope and we'll, we'll, whatever Mahomes does right. throwing the ball." That's what that if that's how they beat us. That's what. No, it's always what can we do to stop them from throwing. Yeah. Yeah. Make him run the ball. Make him throw short. Make him not like they do to Lamar. Hey, we're just going to stack the box, stop the run, and, if, and he's got a yeah, chance to, to beat us. Yeah. And he can't do it. He can't. So, yes, Lamar looked amazing. He looked MVP Lamar. He looked like a fucking video game. But, again, it's, we it's, too. It's, it's exciting to watch. That's it's all, amazing that's, that's to watch. That's how H.S.H. Y'all think you get in court of an excitement. Right. And not, not evaluating the Must see TV. Like, yeah, Must see TV. It, it was almost, you know, it, Lamar is almost like Devin Booker before Chris Paul. Yeah. Right? Yeah. right? Yeah. I would love watching the Phoenix Suns of Devin Booker there, putting up 40 and something. They're losing them almost every night. Yeah. Chris Paul comes. He yeah. don't score as much, but the team's playing better. Now they're in the, now they're in the mm-hmm. finals, so on and so forth. Uh-huh. That's what Lamar is. Until he, gets, until he can pass, until defense has to worry about him passing in the playoffs, I'm just gonna enjoy watching him as a football player every Sunday, and to keep it moving. The, like that. The, do you think that he that he can get it? Because I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I'm a, I'm a I'm a person that I look at people are at, after a certain amount of time. It's a wrap. But how long he been in the league now? This is just his fourth year. Fourth year. So I think he can get it because what I am gonna what the, the side that I am gonna take H aside for the long term evaluation for my personal mm-hmm. opinion. Is let's see if he does get. I've never seen those kind of quarterbacks develop into right pocket quarterbacks. Let's see if he can get a good wide receiver in their prime. Like, like you know, don't give them old Anquan Bolden or don't Mm -hmm. give them old Steve Smith. Like, Mm -hmm. can they go get their AJ Brown in the prime and see what it does for him? Okay. Because Rashad Bateman though is looking like a really good receiver. Young guy, they drafted him Mm -hmm. the second year. He he the one had the seventy five yard touchdown. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He did throw some good balls. Yeah, he did. Like, 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 like that, that one he threaded the needle for the touchdown pass. There was a couple. And he yeah, yeah. another one to Mark uh, Andrews. Yeah, yeah, he had some nice ones. But it's like, can you do it consistently in big That's games? That's what I'm saying. Like I said, I kind of feel like the way he was rolling them, like you got to still lose this game. Right. I mean, as a quarterback, you got to do something in that fourth quarter. You can't let Miami score 28 points in the fourth quarter. That sounds crazy. Right. And I think they outscored him, what, 28 to 3? So, you know how many three and outs that probably was? Right. That's crazy. And quick bro. ones, too. Because why you're throwing the ball, they're incomplete, and they're stopping the clock. That's crazy. And you just help them. Help them. And then your defense is not even getting a breath. Because they, they just they just watched yep. Tyreek Hill run by him for 60, yeah. and now we right back right, on right, the right field. And he's running by right, me again yep. for 60. So, again, Lamar's great to watch in September and October. Tell me what he does in January. Yeah. I'll right. put my money on, on Jared, on Josh yeah, Allen, like and Mahomes. In fact, like I, like I wanted to tell H, I'm like, regular season. Playoffs is a whole other yeah, thing. Yeah, good. I mean, the other quarterback that we talked about, Kyle Murray, he had a great game Sunday, like on the Sunday night games. You know, he was part of the four o'clock game where he they were down by twenty early. He started doing his run around screen yeah. thing, and they wound up winning. But again, we've yeah. seen this from Kyler. First six, seven games later, Kyler was like he was the MVP. Yeah, ball. Kept taking hits. That that knee started hurting. Mm-hmm. Played he, like he, 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 he like my size. Little, little dude. Yeah, so little he, little. He, so that, that's all what I'm on. There's only been to me one quarterback that plays like that that's won the Super Bowl, and that was Steve Young. And it was a little bit later in Steve Young's career where he wasn't as much as a scrambler. He still had it in him. It was still part of the arsenal. And every quarterback nowadays, you need that. But that's not where he that yeah, wasn't his that first was option. Yeah, that Jerry Rice and John Taylor and Ricky yeah. Warden on, and he was getting in the rock. Yeah, I never felt like he was tucking and running. Right. I never felt like it that. never was like Jerry's not open up. Yeah, you know no, what I'm saying? It was okay, Ricky Warden's mm-hmm. up there, 
John Taylor on the other side, mm-hmm. T.O. when they had mm-hmm. T.O. He was getting them balls the ball. Mm-hmm. And then if need be, he made a play and, and, and ran. But other than that, like, there's no defense in that. Like, yeah. there's no, because they've never won. It's just you can't argue, oh, if this happened. No. Nah. Literally no quarterback, no quarterback. that plays that, that style ever won anything. And, and I, I was telling H, I'm like, I think sometimes being athletic can hurt you at quarterback. Yeah. It can hurt you. It's, you it's, just get your technique is just not refined because you know in the back of your head, I can, I can do this, mm-hmm. right? I can run. But when you start going in the playoffs and you're playing against defensive coordinators, that can that's easy for them to shut down. Mm-hmm. What can you do? Yeah. What can you do? And if you yeah. can't do the other thing, what, 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 and what then we don't think about it. Miami busted ass last year because they put that spy on Lamar. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. did. Yeah, they did. About it. Yeah, yeah, on the Monday night game. Monday night game. Yeah. The, I think Baldwin won like what yeah. four in a row yeah. after that. And, and, and Miami was sucking, yeah, and they went there. Lamar couldn't do nothing. It was either it was either Monday night or a Thursday. Yeah. It was prime time. Nothing, it was, they were the only game yeah. on TV, and they put a spy on. They must have had that. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. So, so we got stuff for H when he comes back. <laughs> you got to answer some questions when he comes back. I can't wait till next week. I can't wait. I'm just hoping that it's more like we have a crazy week like we did this week. Yeah. Going in the next week, there was so much stuff going on. I'm like, damn, this probably be two hours. You start, you starting to change your opinion on Hurts? Um, not yet, not yet, not yet. I, I really, I really, really think the Vikings played the worst defense possible for the last. Okay, like now, they didn't whistle at all, cause at all. And I thought that was the weirdest thing ever. And I'm like, why are y'all giving him all? It's like it's like he had it's like any mini money mo. Like, right. No, I didn't feel like he was forced to really tuck and run because he, he had, had time. Him. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like they weren't pressuring him. Not no pressure at all. Now maybe maybe it could be because obviously the line finally played better. Like maybe being at the game, you kind of miss some things like that you don't mm-hmm. really see on TV. But it, I mean, obviously it looked like the line played better. You know, I do remember two times they they sent the same blitz Detroit did, mm-hmm. and uh, and Miles Sanders picked them up both times. So maybe they practiced on that. But I'm like you, I'm not ready to change my yeah. opinion on yet. I am just willing to admit. If this is the new Hurts, then he's on the right track. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm like I'm an Eagles fan first and foremost, mm-hmm. so I want us to win. I want him to be great. Yeah, I, I don't want to have to continually search for quarterback mm-hmm. after quarterback after quarterback. But I am opening my mind and my thought process of well, okay, maybe he actually is getting mm-hmm. better. You know what I'm saying? He has more talent, and he's understanding the offense because this is the second year in the same offense, and he's working. Like that's one thing you can't take away from us. We all knew the intangibles was good, right? He's going to say the right thing in the press conference. He's going to be a leader. He's going to be a nice face of your franchise. Yeah. He's going to put in the work in all season. Guy, yeah, he's guy. not on on social media wilding out mm-hmm. or doing anything. So you knew all that was going to be good. He put the work in. Hopefully, this season is just better for me and my team. I'll be happy to say I was wrong. The only thing that I would like for him to put into the playbook is when he keeps the ball on those run plays. I would, I, would, I would want them to turn it into like a play action or a pass play. Because I, I, I just feel like a lot, like with, like with a lot of teams, it's like a waste of a damn a lot of time for me now. What are you talking about? Because most of them um, are, they, they're, they're called like, RPOs. Like, 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 yeah, like, run. There is a pass built into it. Yeah, because I'm like, well, where where, where the pass be at? Because they, well, they just never open? Like, like what the hell? I mean, the, you know, so, so the, <laughs> you're, you're like, what goes on? You're, you're taught to, what they say, read the numbers. Yeah. Right? You're taught to read the numbers. So supposedly... If there's you know seven or less, that means that the defense is going to be in coverage, so it's better for you to run the ball, mm-hmm. right? If there's more in the box, there's one-on-one coverage, then you should be able to throw it. Some defenses are able good to disguise it. 
It yeah. looks like we're passing, but we're really projecting their run so and so forth. I just what I don't like with Sirianna is like it seems like he's calling too many of these. Yeah, like, like there was some plays. They were like we we didn't score in the second half last week. Like, I, I know it's being swept up under the rug. Oh no, not by me. It ain't. Uh, but I, well, yeah. I was looking at it more. That was a whole team failure, right? We had stupid penalties. The rest were all some bullshit. Mm-hmm. So they was calling some dumb penalties. We had a field goal blocked, mm-hmm. right? That's not yeah, on. Yeah, that's not on, on her. So they had stupid interception. But that was yeah, more, that wasn't on me, but that was like a tip. There yeah. was a tip, and then it just looked I, messy I from the beginning. The it was supposed to be a screen, yeah, but, but like, the, the the running back got the the offensive lineman came back too far. Mm-hmm. The running back kind of tripped over him, so the guy that the lineman should have been blocking was able to cut off the screen pass, mm-hmm. but her still threw it. It got tipped. The dude, the, like it was just it, it was, it was messed up in the just, beginning. Just he should have just fell down again. Yeah. But I can see why he tried to throw because. The he other linemen are still moving down the field. If he had caught it, it would have been progressive oh, yards. Yeah, right. But so so we, we had some some shoot our foot, shoot us on the foot moments in the second half. But even so, like, we when we were up big and we still seen that we were winning, like, six minutes left, why are you still calling runs with, with, with Hurts? Like, we need this dude for 17 because then she made the ball. Stop getting the extra. To me, that's all Sirianni, though. Like, you got to chill. You have three running backs right there. You're up by 17 to seven minutes. Just hand the ball off. Yeah, hand the ball off. It's like a lot of stuff I still don't, I'm like, I just don't know, yo. It's like yeah. a lot of things, I just don't get it. <clears throat> I just don't know. So we're, we're almost, again, it's two weeks. So we got yeah. 15 weeks left. I'm just, yeah. I am willing at the week two to open up my thought process and be like, okay, let me give him a chance to see if he is going to progress to the mm-hmm. franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's still the leader of my team. I'm still mm-hmm. rooting for him. I want him to be the best. I don't want to have to go searching for another rookie quarterback or, yeah, or somebody all season, yeah, start all yeah. over again. Let's just hope it was bad. And, and you know, and, and, and after two weeks, we look like we're on the right, we're on the right path. And then, and I think, I think um, Sunday gonna be gonna be a good test. Yeah, division game, game on the road. They, they one one. Wentz is gonna want to, yeah, you know, do something out. special. Yeah. So now, I, I really wouldn't mind if they just shut them off though. I hope so. Yeah, just shut them off. I, I want I want a bunch of easy games. I don't yeah, want to be stressed. Yeah. I want I want to be looking at my fancy teams, right? Mm-hmm. I want to you know know oh, dinner's going to be good tonight. Tonight, yeah. pissed off. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy the four o'clock games. Kind of like a little nervous. I don't, I don't like being nervous. Yeah, I mean, so, and, 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 and the way that the way the defense played in week two almost made you feel like that was their preseason game. Mm-hmm. Like that Lions game, week one was their preseason game. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of sloppy tackling. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it looked like a lot of people didn't know where they were supposed to be yeah. at. So maybe that was just a, a a week one thing, right? The Lions still coming off the hard knocks. They yeah. they they're in their home stadium. Detroit's fans were going crazy. So maybe that was just a, a morale booster for the team. So all right, we can go into a hostile environment. We can play bad and we still can still win. Yeah. So that that could be. And then you come home and you just dominate the Vikings. Now now you're now you're on the road again, but now you're in a division game. Yeah. It's a whole different level of yeah. intensity. You know, with with the revenge factor of the other quarterback, so it's going to be another good measuring yeah. stick for Jalen and, and the team in general. Yeah. That's true. So with that being said, we're going to wrap up this week. Again, we're a little short. We know you like Ace's opinion. We know you like Tate's picks. They'll both, <laughs> <laughs> they'll both be back next week. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Anything you want to say, Super Real? Um, no, you know what? Um, I'm just happy everybody been supporting us because the last few weeks we've been kind of slow on the. Um, on the saying that the, the episodes are out there, yeah, and it's like the views are already rolling. But yeah. by the time we put out this, so I appreciate all the other stuff. I mean, cause the, I mean, I think we, I think we built our fan base on football and basketball. Yeah. So it's that season again. Yeah. So now they like okay, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, well, let, let's see what they're talking about because yeah. this, this is where you know it was. It was we're a new podcast. We're, we're learning this as it goes. Mm-hmm. The summer was a rough time, right? Like 
I follow baseball, you do H and N, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I follow college football, you don't really know. And so, yeah. you know, that's when we get into the main conversation, all other shit. So we're still feeling this out. So again, like Soup said, we appreciate y'all. Keep following, keep liking, comment, share, subscribe. Link is in the bio, YouTube, Superstar Sports, because there's only one superstar on this podcast. <laughs> and we know who y'all <laughs>